You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Heard every Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on Zoomer Radio. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ottawa Tourism. From exotic locales a continent away to weekend stays down the highway, pack a suitcase and your vacation imagination. It's time for the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson and welcome to this week's edition of the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Well, this is it. This is the year and this is the place. 2017 is Canada's 150th anniversary and there's no better place to celebrate than Ottawa. This summer, Ottawa is packed with events and activities to celebrate the nation's birthday. There are spectacles and celebrations that are unique to 2017. Your chance to see some of these remarkable events and it will be this year and this year only. Summer is always, of course, a vibrant and exciting time in Ottawa, buzzing with music, festivals and outdoor activities. And layered on top of that, Ottawa has this role as Canada's 150th party central all year long. So there really has never been a better time to visit Ottawa. My guest to tell us all about it this week is Jantine Van Craigton, who is the Director of Communications from Ottawa Tourism. Welcome, and uh, it's good to have you back onto the Travel Show again to it's update us on everything. A, <laughs> always a pleasure, Chris. <laughs> well, really, this is a very special year, and I know it's keeping you very busy. But summertime is always a vibrant time in Ottawa, isn't it? It really is. I mean, it is, um, and conversely to a lot of other destinations in, in Canada, it is not typically our busiest time. So the good news is, is that we still have uh, availability. Canada Day weekend, yes, is a little stretched, but we still have availability throughout the summer so that everyone can come and enjoy these wonderful events. Well, you mentioned Canada Day weekend. I can only begin to imagine what Canada Day is going to be like this particular year. Oh, I mean, it's always the biggest day in Ottawa, but this year it falls on a Saturday, so almost all Canadians have a long weekend, which is perfect. We have Prince Charles and Camilla coming, so we have a royal visit. We've got amazing performers like Walk Off the Earth or Dean Brody or Serena Ryder. Even Gordon Lightfoot's coming to the celebration. And this year, it's not just Canada Day, it's Canada Days. There's programming (laughs) on June 30th and July 2nd as well. Wow. And the TD Ottawa Jazz Festival is almost like the official opening of summer to me. What's happening there this year? Well, it, it runs from June 22nd to July 2nd in Confederation Park, right downtown, a very intimate venue. Um, uh, it's across the street from the Lord Elgin Hotel, walkable from most major hotels downtown. This year, they've, they've got quite an eclectic lineup. They've got Feist coming, Kenny Rogers, the oh, Downchild wow. Blues Band, um, just a, a new number of different artists in, in various uh, stages as well. So it's not just in the park. They have indoor stages as well and free events. So it's really a, they have free programming, programming on Canada Day, July 1st as well, which is a great uh, addition to the scene. Oh, fabulous. Well, I mean, this music all summer long, of course, you've got chamber music and folk music and, and more besides. Oh, that's right. The Ottawa International Chamber Music Festival is the world's largest. There's Music and Beyond, which is a very multidisciplinary music festival. So it concentrates on classical music, but in in non-traditional venues. They're doing a great partnership one day with the National Gallery of Canada, where different, I think it's something like, oh, don't quote me, but hundreds of musicians uh, throughout the gallery. So as you peruse the art, you're also listening to different classical music uh, groups as well. Uh, Folk Festival comes in September, City Folk at Lansdowne Park, a great venue. And yeah, there's uh, numerous festivals throughout the rest of the summer. And Canada scene at the National Arts Centre continues to celebrate Canadian music too. Oh, like the diversity there at Canada Scene is amazing. Natalie McMaster, Buffy St. Marie, Angela Hewitt, a tribute to Oscar Peterson, Ariana Moffat, uh, Ivan Coyote. Like it's, it's just a very diverse, not just music either. There's dance performances, there's comedians and chefs and, and all sorts of different things happening uh, uh, for about six weeks in the, between uh, June and July. And of course, not just music festivals either. There are lots of other exciting outdoor activities. Tell us some of your favourites, perhaps. 
Uh, well, Gatineau Park is kind of considered the uh, backyard of Ottawa. So it's 15 minutes drive from downtown Ottawa, just across the border in Quebec. And it is a nature nature's playground. So you can hike or canoe or kayak. There's mm-hmm. beaches. There's very interesting topographical features. And uh, the Mackenzie King Estate is a nice little tea room within the, within the uh, park. Um, if you want to stay more downtown, you could rent a bike from Rent-A-Bike or Escape Bicycle Tours and take a tour of the Rideau Canal or along the Ottawa River. Um, Sunday bike days are every Sunday between Victoria Day weekend in May and Labor Day weekend in September, and they close streets uh, to traffic so that you and your bike or your inline skates or you and your family running uh, can enjoy the the view. Um, And a really unique opportunity is Ottawa City rafting. We actually have whitewater rafting within the city limits of Ottawa. You go through three sets of class two and three rapids, enough to bounce you around and get you wet, but you're not going to fall out of the boat. (laughs) But you can literally see Parliament Hill from the boat. So what a unique vantage point that is. That is very, very cool. I've tried rafting here in in Toronto, but you just kind of float on Lake Ontario. It's not really the same. (laughs) Yeah, no no white knuckles there. (laughs) No, no, none whatsoever. Of course, a a great way to end a day outdoors in Ottawa in in the summer is with the sound and and light at Parliament Mm -hmm. Hill. Oh, that's great. It's a great option. It's free for everyone. It operates between July 11th and September 16th. They project images and video onto the actual center block of Parliament. So you sit there on the grass, you've got uh, the Parliament buildings in front of you, and you learn the story of Canada. Um, It's bilingual. It uh, happens after dark, so 10 o'clock in July, 9.30 in August, and uh, 9 o'clock for the few days in September when when they're showing it. Um, and it's a nice uh, juxtaposition to the changing of the guard ceremony, which is every morning at 10 a.m. from July to the end of August, um, which is full of pomp and circumstance, but it's also uh, a free event on Parliament Hill every day. I wish every Canadian, of course, has to see <laughs> at of least course. once. <laughs> and, and of course, when it gets dark, plenty of fireworks. Oh, that's right. Uh, we've got the uh, uh, Casino du Lac Limi Sound of Light Fireworks competitions on Wednesdays and Saturdays in August. Um, it's just a fabulous event. This year they're concentrating on uh, provinces across Canada. Usually it's different countries across the world, but this year it's provinces to celebrate Canada's 150th. Great vantage points from the Canadian Museum of History uh, in Gatineau um, and just a fun family event for everyone. My, one of my favourites, the Cirque du Soleil, is coming to, uh, to Gatineau this, this summer with, uh, is it Volta this time? Volta, yes, that's the name of the show, right. under the big top tent uh, at the ZB development. That runs August 3rd to 27th. And yeah, it's, it, I mean, anything Cirque du Soleil does is Always just spectacular. <laughs> so that's definitely a must-see this summer. So, or, that's in August the 3rd to 27th? 3rd to the 27th, exactly. Okay. okay. Now, of course, one of the wonderful things about Ottawa is you can get right outdoors in the heart of the downtown. You talked about rafting. What, what are some other ideas for, for getting out and about? Uh, well, there's walking tours as well. Uh, we've got uh, the Haunted Walk, which oh, yes. can, can take you in, through downtown Ottawa telling you scary stories about Ottawa's history. There's a tour group that, that tells you more historical Ottawa stories. Mm-hmm. Um, even just strolling along the Ottawa River or the uh, Rideau Canal is a great way to take in the, uh, take in the sites. And talking of the Rideau Canal, there's, I know, some exciting news coming for, for next year with La Boat. Yes, La Boat is a, a great company that operates in Europe cur- currently where you can rent two, three, or four cabin luxury boats and they teach you how to drive it. So if you can drive a car, you can drive the boat. And it, uh, they don't go fast, so you're not going to be like water skiing behind them or anything like that. But they're a wonderful way to discover, in this case, the Rideau Canal. So they'll be based in uh, um, uh, Smith Falls, Falls yeah. exactly, which is about halfway between Ottawa and, and Kingston, give or take. Um, but most people rent them for, say, a week. So one option would be to come up through the locks and come to downtown Ottawa where you can moor your boat and be walking distance from Parliament Hill and the Byward Market neighborhood and numerous museums and nightlife and all the rest. But then you go back and you sleep on your boat, your own private boat, uh, right in downtown Ottawa. That is very, very cool indeed. Exactly. One more thing. Some um, example, I guess, of a high adrenaline activity that uh, is is good for me because you know what I'm like. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what about Great Canadian Bungee? <laughs> this is uh, oh, yes. North America's largest, highest bungee jump. Uh, it's 200 feet, so your recoil is 106 
60 feet, which beats the next highest uh, bungee jump uh, in in North America. So that's a pretty cool uh, option right at our doorstep. (laughs) Great suggestion, and my stomach has already flopped just thinking about that. (laughs) Of course, the place to go for all the planning trips to Ottawa is your website. That's right, ottawatourism.ca. There you can find a calendar of events. You can find more information about all our different experiences um, and uh, just all the details you need to, to book your vacation are right there at your fingertips. And, of course, all of this information and more is to be found at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com, which has all the links and detailed information about everything that we're talking about on the show today. Now, don't go away, because right after this very short break, we're going to be hearing about some grand openings in Ottawa in honour of Canada's 150th. These are some world-class enhancements to the National Museums that you've really got to hear about and come and visit. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Join the Ontario government and Forests Ontario in planting three million trees. Let's celebrate our 150th year as a province. Visit greenleafchallenge.ca to learn more and make your trees count. Paid for by the Government of Ontario. Now during Sears Days, get lightweight men's canvas shoes for just $20. Who cares about men's shoes? Men. Ugh, whatevs. What else? Playground-approved kids' tees and boys' pull-on shorts. Hm, buy one, get one free. I'm sorry, this relates to whom? Uh, parents. Fascinating. And summer-perfect block-heel sandals. A mere 30 bucks. Whoa, now you are talking. Mm-hmm. This baby needs a new pair of shoes. Get in on these amazing deals, plus the lowest prices of the season. Now during Sears Days, in-store and online. Watch for the 2017 Zoomer Radio Summer Cruiser on the streets of Toronto in neighborhoods and concerts, festivals, and special events. Stop by and meet Carly Saggy. She'll be reporting live and handing out free samples all summer long. Get your free Zoomer Radio Limited Edition Collector Keychain when you sign up for the free Zoomer Radio Fan Club. The 2017 Zoomer Radio Summer Cruiser. Sponsored by Healthy Planet and Natural Calm. Discover the triumphant sound and vocal blend of three unique tenors, E Tenori, as they return exclusively to Niagara Falls View Casino. August 9th to 13th, experience the unforgettable performance of E Tenori live at Niagara Falls View Casino. Visit fallsviewcasinoresort.com for tickets. Don't miss E Tenori live August 9th to 13th, only at Niagara Falls View Casino. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ottawa Tourism. He's been there, done that, and wants to go back. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Hi, I'm Chris Robinson, and welcome back to The Travel Show. This week, we're previewing the summer in my favourite Canadian city for weekend breaks and getaways, which, of course, is Ottawa. During 2017, Ottawa will be the headquarters of Canada's 150th birthday party. And there's a really packed agenda of innovative events throughout the city, as well as lots of activities that you'll only be able to catch this year. There have been projects to improve the city's infrastructure that will have a a lasting legacy for us all to enjoy. And in the next few weeks alone, the Canadian Museum of History will open the new Canada History Hall and the Canadian Museum of Nature will open the brand new Canada Goose Arctic Gallery. Just on Friday, the National Gallery opened their new Canadian and Indigenous galleries that showcases our artistic heritage. In the studio to guide us through all of this, we have Jantine Van Craigton, Director of Communications at Ottawa Tourism. And Jantine, the National Arts Centre provides a stage for the performing arts in Canada. And no matter when you visit there, there's music, dance and theatre to enjoy. Oh, that's very true, Chris. Um, it's it's really a crown jewel in uh, in Ottawa. They're running a great festival as well that just started. It started on June fifteenth. It's running to July twenty third, called Canada Scene, where they fo- focus on different musical performances and uh, dance and theater and lots of different options, uh, all in a brand new or a building that has been newly transformed. They've introduced a new entranceway and atrium and public spaces uh, that that will launch on July first. Uh, It's just a great addition to the scene. The views from that building are going to be spectacular of the Rideau Canal, the Fairmont Chateau Laurier Hotel, the National War Memorial, and Parliament Hill will all be visible from this new area. 
Fantastic. Well, to celebrate Canada's birthday this year, we have an outstanding Canada Scene Music Festival at the NAC, too. That's right. Uh, running until July 23rd with uh, Buffy St. Marie and Natalie McMaster and some other very, very well-known performers uh, from all across Canada, from coast to coast to coast. Natalie McMaster is one of my favourites, so I, I might uh, just look up uh, the dates for her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and of course, any trip to, to Ottawa has got to include visits to our wonderful national museums, of, of which there are several, of course, in town. What do you recommend this summer? Uh, this summer, I would definitely check out the hockey exhibition at the Canadian Museum of History. Uh, it's amazing. They delve deep into hockey and Canadians' fascination with the sport. So whether you want to see Haley Wickenizer's jersey or see the very first or oldest hockey stick that we've ever discovered in this country that dates back, uh, uh, for, it, it was actually found in Nova Scotia and has a young boy's name carved on it, uh, to TV shows and movies that featured hockey. It's a really fun interactive exhibition. On a more somber and, and reflective note, I would recommend the Vimy 100 Years exhibition mm. at the Canadian War Museum. That really gets people talking and uh, really showcases the importance of that battle to Canadians um, and the changes it made in our country. Um, a, a little more quirky, we've got the Diefenbunker out in uh, the small town of Carp, yes. Ontario, which is about a half-hour drive west of Ottawa. Uh, this was a four-story, or is a four-story underground bunker built to withstand a nuclear attack. Um, there's, they've even partnered with an escape uh, room company called Escape Manor, so you can actually escape the Diefenbunker in a Cold War-themed <laughs> puzzle uh, to get out. That is really thing. worth seeing, actually, the Diefenbunker. Oh, is an amazing place. Yeah. yeah, And even the Bytown Museum, which concentrates on Ottawa the city, not Ottawa the capital, they're celebrating their 100th anniversary this year. So this is a, a really nice little museum next to the locks of the Rideau Canal, where the Rideau Canal empties into the Ottawa River. Uh, they're celebrating 100 years of community uh, throughout the year this year. And I did mention briefly that there will be a, a legacy from Canada's 150th uh, in Ottawa. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, well, there's lots of different legacy pieces. Uh, if we look farther ahead, uh, so July 1st, the Bank of Canada Museum opens. That used to be the currency museum of the Bank of Canada on Spark Street. Uh, the whole building has been retrofitted and has been closed for the past few years. But on July 1st, the Bank of Canada Museum will open. And then if we look farther ahead, even to November, uh, the Canada Science and Technology Museum will open. And that's going to be a great legacy for people in Ottawa and people visiting Ottawa, uh, really cutting-edge exhibition. Um, in, a, in a great location. Wonderful. Well, I mentioned very briefly about the new Canadian History Hall that's uh, opening at the Canadian Museum of, of History on Canada Day. And I'm now delighted that we're joined by Lisa LeBlanc, who is Director, Creative Development and Learning for the Canadian History Hall. Lisa, what a wonderful birthday present this is for Canada. It's so exciting for us. So the History Hall is going to open on July 1st, and it's really a gift to the people of Canada as we celebrate the 150th anniversary of Confederation. So uh, for us, it tells the story of Canada from the dawn of human habitation to the present day, which is about 15,000 years of history in just about 40,000 square feet. Wow, that's a lot of history to cover. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so you've got three galleries. Can you give us a quick tour, perhaps? Sure. We've organized it chronologically for visitors so that they can choose any of the galleries and start with Gallery 1 if they wish, which is early Canada, which does start 15,000 years ago, and it ends at about uh, 1763 with the Treaty of Paris. And Stories of First Peoples really plays a major role in that, mm. that uh, gallery. Uh, in Gallery 2, uh, we look at Colonial Canada, which is between 1763 and 1914, which is really sort of the institutions and the framework and um, a lot of the recognizable things that we would uh, see around us today in Canada. And then Gallery 3, which is upstairs, so we have two floors, brings us up to date with modern Canada. And that's 1914, so the First World War, all the way to the present. Uh, these are not just static uh, exhibitions, are they? There, there's interactive games, for instance, where you can imagine yourself to be a fur trader. Yes, so we always want to make sure that families can enjoy the exhibition together and maybe explore things together. And that always doesn't always have to be with just sort of rote learning. And so we have this, uh, this uh, board game where families together can either choose to be an English or a French fur trader, and they need to negotiate with first peoples to see who gets the most pelts in, the, <laughs> in a certain amount of time. So it's always showing the different roles, which is key for us. And what I, I like... Uh, looking forward to this uh, very much is, is the very central place of the first peoples. It, it really is a story about all the peoples of our nation. 
It is. What we really wanted to make sure is that you see Canada maybe as you never really expected to see it before and that we're looking at all these diverse experiences and perspectives from real people, like actual people who lived it. And we try not to use any composite people, but really name them and and give them, um, you know, a true profile of what we know about these people from the past. Just like today, they're just as different as we are today. So we want to show this diversity of the past and how they shape the country. And so you'll see faces of First Peoples who walked on the land a long time ago that were reconstructed with forensic technology, uh, were able to trace the experiences that led to the foundation of our country, so stretching from sea to sea and continues to provide a foundation for us today. And then we'll also meet the people that really, through social action and political rights and social justice, really kind of struggled and and fought for for what we have now as a more inclusive and diverse society. So uh, we're really trying to show a diversity and multiplicity of perspectives. And as you say, it's very personalized in in some respects. You have some personal artifacts, for instance, which, which bring moments of our history to life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say some of my favorites, we have uh, the first face. So it's almost 4,000 years old. It's an ivory carving that was found on Devon Island in the Canadian Arctic. And it's one of the oldest depictions of a human face in North America. So it, we think that it represents the tattooed face of an elderly woman. Uh, we have uh, General Wolfe's cloak from the Battle of the Plains of Abraham. And we borrowed that uh, magnificent artifact from Buckingham Palace. So that was exciting. Wow. Uh, we have handcuffs that were used to restrain Métis leader Louis Riel at oh, his gosh. execution. And a really interesting object is this model canoe that we have from the early 1800s that was made by an Ottawa chief during the um, uh, War of 1812. So his name was Asiganak. And the figures that are in this canoe are actually known and identifiable Indigenous warriors and leaders. Um, well, before we leave you, of course, we do need to know just exactly uh, when it opens and, and where to go to get more information. Yes. So we open July 1st on Canada Day for the 150th anniversary, and we will be free on July 1st and July 2nd, that whole weekend to mark the anniversary. So people are more than welcome to come. And if they want more details, the gallery itself has its own website at uh, historyhall.ca. And of course, the museum's website at historymuseum.ca can give them more about the rest of of the offerings that we have uh, going on during that time. Fantastic. Thank you, Lisa, for this lovely tour of the new Canadian History Hall at the Canadian History Museum. Thank you. And Jantine, the, uh, the website for planning everything around this for Ottawa is? ottawatourism.ca. You can see our videos, images, our event calendar, get more information about hotels and how to book them, and even attractions, tickets, uh, all at ottawatourism.ca. Wonderful. We're going to take a quick break and we'll return to find out what's on at the Museum of Nature and the National Gallery in Ottawa. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. The Honda Checkered Flag event is on. Lease a 2017 Civic LX sedan from just $56 weekly at 1.99% and zero down. Plus, get a $750 bonus. When you drive a Civic, every day feels like race day. Here's Paula in her Civic. She's adjusting the climate controls. And yes, she's gotten the AC just right. It's unbelievably moderate. Experience everyday checkered flag excitement. Hurry in to your local Honda dealer. Includes freight and fees for 60 months. Taxes extra OAC. See HondaOntario.com. Hi, I'm Cherry Tab, co-founder of the Herzig Eye Institute, and we do vision correction on chickens. It's true. Afterwards, when they're not feeling chicken anymore, they always say, I don't know why I was so nervous. That was so easy. Thank you. Thank you for holding my hand and answering my questions and taking such good care of me. So what are you waiting for? Google high-definition vision. Learn about Herzig. Call us for a consultation. There's no charge. Look after yourself. Promise me. Some restrictions apply. Hey, you two. What brings you to the mall? <laughs> We're just here checking on our robot. Um, your robot? <laughs> yeah, our recent Irvy's Froyo robot. Diane and I became franchisees last month. And couldn't be happier. It serves premier frozen yogurt creations to customers in 60 seconds. And the yogurt is delicious. Yep, our customers absolutely love it. That's it over there. Whoa, that's incredible. People really do love your Froyo robot. So you own this? 
Sure do. Reese and Irvy's Pro-Yo robots are available across the country, and it's super easy. Reese and Irvy's provided us with everything we needed to succeed. They even help you secure amazing locations. Movie theaters, grocery stores, college campuses, theme parks. They make any location a sensation. And everyone loves frozen yogurt. That's incredible. How do I get a Froyo robot of my own? Just go to froyofranchising.ca and enter promo code 1717. But hurry, because locations and robots are going fast. Froyo. Yeah, froyofranchising.ca. Promo code 1717. Hi, I'm Naz. And I'm Wally. Of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. The one great thing about the sports legends of yesteryear, they speak their mind. And they share it with us. Listen in Sunday morning, 9 a.m. for some real sports talk. Right here on Zoomer Radio. No scripts, no filters, just straight from the heart conversation. Cheer on your team with a mouthful of Pizzaville. Order a large three-topping pizza plus eight wings or chicken poppers for only $19.99. Visit pizzaville.ca or dial pound 3636 from your cell phone. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ottawa Tourism. Seeing the world through your radio. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show. And this week, as we approach Canada Day and celebrate Canada's 150th birthday this year, we're focusing on Ottawa in the summer. It's a great year for Ottawa's cultural institutions, with facelifts, new galleries and refurbishments being completed. There are also two museums reopening this year that have been closed for quite a while for complete renovation. The Bank of Canada Museum is set to open in the summer, and the museum will feature the largest, most complete collection of Canadian banknotes, coins and money-related artefacts in the world. And the Canada Space and Technology Museum is set to reopen in November and will include a special children's gallery. To guide us around all of these things in Ottawa, today we're joined by Jantine Van Kregten from Ottawa Tourism. And Jantine, it is truly wonderful to see this massive investment in Canadian culture as part of our 150th anniversary. There's so much going on in Ottawa. Oh, just definitely, uh, Chris. And what I love about the investment in, in the cultural side of things is that museums nowadays are not the museums I remember from my youth. They're, they want you to get involved. They, there's interactive elements and hands-on activities, and it's really geared towards the entire family. Uh, and I think there's no better example of that than the new uh, Canada Goose Arctic Gallery at the Canadian Museum of Nature. Well, I'm very pleased you mentioned that, Jantine, because we are now going to be joined on the show by John Swettenham, who is the Director of Marketing and Media Relations at the Canadian Museum of Nature. So tell us more, John, about this fabulous new Canada Goose Arctic Gallery. Oh, thanks, Chris. And as Jantine said, it is the Canada Goose Arctic Gallery. We're opening on June 21st. Um, and the objective of this gallery is to really transform people's understanding of Canada's Arctic and its importance to all of us uh, in the 21st century. Um, you know, the Arctic represents 40% of Canada's landmass, yet few folks get the opportunity to go. Um, so this will kind of give folks the opportunity to experience the Arctic right here at our museum in Ottawa. And of course, the Inuit community has had a, a large part to play in explaining their, their lifestyle and the Arctic environment. Yes, and in fact, the, the museum uh, created an advisory board, um, which, which really tied into telling um, northern people's story uh, as part of the Canada Goose Arctic Gallery. It really lays out how the Arctic is, is not what a lot of people probably think it is, you know, sort of a, a land of ice and snow. Uh, but rather a place that's, you know, diverse, it's beautiful, it's changing, um, and there's an intimate connection between people and, and nature there. And not just a connection between the people in the north, but a connection with everyone around the world um, in that our future is, is bound to what's happening up there. It's tied to what's going on. And it really is telling us a story before any other part of the world in, in terms of, of global climate change, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And that's one section of the gallery. Um, in, in the gallery itself, if I may, maybe we can just walk it through. Please. When you come into the gallery, uh, the first part you'll, you'll reach is, 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 a, is a section called Beyond Ice. Um, now, this was developed with the National Film Board of Canada. And, and believe it or not, um, we actually had, uh, I'll call it a sculpture, but it's a, there's a steel creation uh, in the shape of how ice gets broken up when it, when it breaks up from the sea. So it kind of sticks up all jagged. And it's made of steel, but underneath there um, are, is glycol tubing, um, which, is, which is frozen. 
so that ice can form on, on the surface of it. Um, now, as it turns out, ice is a, a really good, I'll say, uh, movie screen. <laughs> it probably should be a little more technical than that. But the National Film Board uh, will be projecting images and sound onto real ice. So as you walk through it, you get this multimedia experience that is going to, we believe, will make people feel like they're being transported, and in this case, transported to the Arctic. Fantastic. What else is, uh, can we expect to see in the gallery? You'll then see uh, an, uh, it's an artistic creation that spans over seven walls. It's, it's very large, uh, using a process called anamorphosis. Um, it was created by an Inuk artist, Nancy Saunders, and it gives you a, a kind of an optical illusion. The image becomes fragmented when it's viewed from different perspectives. So it, it's on all different surfaces in the gallery, and it's big. And then enter you know, the different sections of the gallery itself, uh, which starts with a geography section which really kind of speaks to, uh, you know, what defines the Arctic? Is it defined by the Arctic Circle? Is it defined by the tree line, permafrost, sea ice? And then you'll enter into this climate section, um, which, you know, really speaks to, I'll say, you know, the, the long history of what's been going on in the Arctic, which, which used to be a warmer place. Um, the museum scientists discovered the Arctic camel, um, and we'll have a camel on display. Uh, we also discovered uh, Puya, the walking seal, which is a missing link. The other sections include a sustainability section where you'll see like a skull of a bowhead whale and it talks about how people are tied uh, to the resources of the north. There's an ecosystem section that will connect animals we know like polar bears and caribou right down to things like phytoplankton and that whole chain of life. And then uh, on your way out, um, there's the Northern Voices Gallery, which is a, uh, it's a temporary exhibit space. So we'll have different uh, Northern curators uh, do a special exhibit that will rotate each year. And we're opening with one uh, from the Katitmiot Heritage Society uh, that really talks about, rethinks uh, sort of Inuit contact with, with the Western world. Uh, over the last hundred years since the Canadian Arctic Expedition. Okay, John, I'm setting inside an entire day to see all of this when I come up. Where should uh, listeners go to to get more information? Come to nature.ca. Everything's there about the Canadian Museum of Nature. Well, congratulations, John, on this fabulous new addition to the Museum of Nature. Uh, I'm coming up particularly to see that Arctic camel. I think that <laughs> that is a sight that has yeah. to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, come on up for a ride. Will do. Thank you very much, John. Thank you, Chris. Well, another significant legacy project in Ottawa this year is the opening of the new Canadian and Indigenous Galleries at the National Gallery of Canada. And we are fortunate now to be joined by Educational Officer David Gillanders, who will tell us all about it. David, I understand that the galleries have been totally transformed. So what's different? Uh, well, there's quite a lot that's different, to tell you the truth. It's, um, it's definitely a, a new and sort of reimagined installation of, of the works of art of the, of the Canadian collection and the Indigenous collections. But the galleries have also been transformed to a certain extent physically. There's been uh, quite a bit of destruction, I should say, and <laughs> construction work as well done in the, uh, in the galleries. There's been some walls that have been removed. Um, openings between gallery spaces, especially between the, the main galleries and the side galleries, um, have been enlarged and widened. So there's, there's a greater openness, let's say, to the, to the flow among the, among the rooms that visitors will be, I think, really happy to see when they come. There's new uh, colors on the walls. There's new lighting systems in place. One thing that visitors will notice is, uh, is a brand new arrangement of display cases um, that are state-of-the-art museum display cases that uh, allow you to get up really close to the works, especially the 3D works. So I, I like that. So you can get up close and personal with these, these great works. Right. So, so what can visitors expect to see there? Uh, well, there are three major exhibitions happening this summer that together... Um, the gallery is calling, so the summer offering as a whole group is called Our Masterpieces, Our Stories. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are three main exhibitions that are a part of that. The first one is called Canadian and Indigenous Art from Time Immemorial to 18, to, I beg your pardon, Time Immemorial to 1967. That is the main exhibition really that's in what was formerly called the Canadian Galleries. Um, after that, there is in the Contemporary Galleries an exhibition called Canadian and Indigenous Art from 1968 to the Present. 
Um, so that's obviously the last 50 years of, uh, of Canadian and Indigenous uh, art making. Um, there's a in the CPI, so the Canadian Photography Institute at the National Gallery of Canada has an exhibition called Photography in Canada, 1960 to 2000. So all of these things together comprise the main offering for the summer. Um, in the Canadian and Indigenous galleries from time immemorial to 1967, we've got a basically a chronological arrangement of works that go from really a long time ago. Some of the very, very old indigenous works are from several thousand years ago um, through the chronology from the, the New France period through the 18th and 19th and 20th centuries all the way through to 1967. Something that people will notice, I mean, clearly one of the main, main differences between this installation and the last one is uh, that the indigenous collections, which were formerly exhibited separately from the Canadian collections, are now fully integrated into the into the installation. So where, that's where the new name comes from, so the Canadian and Indigenous galleries. Um, and sometimes what you have is, is you know, it's, it's stories that are sometimes parallel, but sometimes there are points of convergence between the, uh, the evolution of Indigenous art in Canada and the evolution of Canadian art. So there are interesting points of contact here and there in the galleries. This is all going to be fascinating to, to see, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, where should uh, listeners go to to get more information? Uh, well, the best thing to do is to go to the gallery's website, gallery.ca, which is also completely renewed. Um, if people have visited the website in the past, they'll see that it's quite different now and um, hopefully easy to navigate, and all the information is there. Wonderful. Well, thank you, David, so much for giving us this tour of the new galleries at the National Gallery. You're very welcome. Thank you. And Jantine, uh, talking of websites, there is a one-stop shop to find out uh, all that's happening in Ottawa this summer, isn't there? Definitely. At ottawatourism.ca, you can find out everything that's happening and get more information about the National Gallery, the Museum of Nature, and even more attractions to see and other things to do. And all this information and more is to be found at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com, complete with links to travel blogs and a Pinterest board on Ottawa. In the next part of the show, we're going to be finding out about some of the once-in-a-lifetime Ottawa 150 events coming up. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Chris Robinson Travel Show. Your home was once your comfort zone, but now you have an accessibility challenge that turns a home into a hazard. The solution? The Total Home Safety Check. Total Access Center will come to your home, check every room for potential hazards, and then suggest the best safety solutions. It's sort of like your home adapting to you. Book your no-charge assessment with the Total Access Center. Call 416-546-1000. Yes, the Total Home Safety Check is free. And isn't that comforting? What choices have you made lately? You know, like which cereal to buy or shampoo or toothpaste to use. It's funny. We seem to spend more time thinking about these things than we do about the prescription medication we take. If you've been prescribed a Pfizer medication... Take the time to check that you're getting an original Pfizer brand name medication like Lipitor, Norvasc, Lyrica, Aless, and others. Learn more about the Pfizer Originals program and how you can save at PfizerOriginals.ca. Hey, OLG slots and casinos after work? Yeah. I should warn you, I high-five a lot. Okay, what's a lot? When I hear those bells and see those slots and e-tables, I am a high-fiving machine. Bring it on. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. Let's go. Take a playcation at OLG Slots at Mohawk Racetrack. With wall-to-wall games, great food, live entertainment, and lots of chances to win, fun wins every time. Must be 19 years of age or older. It's a party on the high seas. Okay, so it's Lake Ontario, but it's still a heck of a party because Zoomers know how to party. We're having a party. Join me, Norm Edwards, for Mariposa Cruise's fourth annual Zoomer Radio Summer Cruise. We depart Queen's Key Terminal Wednesday, July 26th at 7 p.m. Aboard the Northern Spirit, the pride of all who sail her. We'll enjoy three hours of music, dancing, free prizes, refreshments, a delicious full dinner buffet, and breathtaking views of Toronto skyline. Last summer's Zoomer Radio Summer Cruise sold out, so get your tickets now at MariposaCruises.com or call 416-203-0178. First, your disability insurer denies your long-term disability claim, and then your employer threatens to fire you if you don't return to work. Sound familiar? My name is Aaron Waxman, and if your disability insurer denies your disability claim for any reason, or if your employer threatens to fire you because you're too sick to work, call me at 416-661-4878. And don't worry about upfront legal fees, because there are none. 
At my law firm, we only get paid when you get paid. And before you call, you should always remember that there are no bad questions. 416-661-4878 or on your cell phone at Pound LTD. The Chris Robinson Travel Show is brought to you by Ottawa Tourism. Crossing oceans and borders with no passport required. You're listening to the Chris Robinson Travel Show on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back to the Chris Robinson Travel Show as we celebrate summer and Canada 150 in Ottawa. The city is closer than you think for a short break or weekend away. It's an easy drive from either Toronto or Montreal. Or, of course, you can let Via Rail train do the driving and have you there in no time. Plus, Air Canada has the most flights to the nation's capital and, of course, award-winning service. We've already talked about so many things to see and do in Ottawa, but... There are some totally unique 150th birthday events this year that are certainly not to be missed. And I'm talking with Jantine van Kregten, who is the Director of Communications from Ottawa Tourism. Jantine, this is really a once-in-a-lifetime chance to see Ottawa in 2017, isn't it? It really is. I mean, I know that on July 1st especially, the entire country is going to celebrate Canada's 150th anniversary of Confederation, but nowhere else will be like Ottawa and for a lot of people, a lot of destinations, that July 1st celebration will be the be-all and end-all, and they'll like mark it off their to-do list. Yep, we celebrated Canada's 150th. But in Ottawa, this is the halfway point. <laughs> <laughs> July 1st is halfway through the celebration. We've been partying for six months. We've got six more months to go. So it's, uh, it's definitely the year to come to Canada's capital if you haven't been before or even if you have. And so many one-off events. We've got to go through some of them that are still to come. Oh, um, well, even even quirky little events like the Bytown Cinema, which is a, a repertory theatre um, cinema on uh, Rideau Street in downtown Ottawa, they're offering free Canadian movies on Sundays and Mondays to the end of uh, June, till June 26th. I mean, uh, uh, something called Populous, which is uh, a bunch of potters have made... Um, roses for the British, fleur-de-lis for the French, and feathers for Indigenous people. 7,000 of these, wow. these, uh, these um, small little pottery things that they're installing outside the Canadian Museum of Nature uh, next week. Um, that's going to be on display all summer long. So it's, it's quirky little things. Every time you turn the corner, there's something new and different happening. One of the events coming up that sounds really amazing is La Machine, and it's an extraordinary piece of street theatre, I know, with a, with a link to um, The Matrix. Well, it, it really does. These machines that are coming from La Machine really do make you think of The Matrix or Mad Max or something like that. <laughs> uh, there's a company in France called La Machine that right. makes these giant, we're talking three or four stories tall, moving creatures. So in Ottawa's case, between July 27th and 30th, we have a giant spider and a giant fire-breathing dragon coming to wander through Ottawa streets. So 24-7, they'll be, they'll be accessible, but there's almost like different performances, if you will, over those four days. Um, this is something that has never been to North America before. Uh, the, the dragon actually comes from China. It was a Chinese philanthropist that uh, commissioned the building of the dragon uh, back when the Olympics were held in in Beijing. So he's coming with his dragon. Uh, it's just going to be something that you've never seen before. July 27 to 30, yeah? That's it, exactly. Okay, and also talking about awesome creativity and giant scale, got the light show Continuum. Uh, this, I don't even know how to explain this. So Continuum, with a K, uh, is going to take place in um, a light rail transit system. If you don't know, Ottawa is building a light rail transit system as we speak that will start operation in 2018. But one of the downtown stations, the Lion Street Station, that's going to be transformed into this immersive experience by a company called Moment Factory based in Montreal. It's a sound and light show unlike any other. So you're actually time traveling into the future. You're learning. Heck, I don't even want to say you're learning. You're just having this experience that uh, uses cutting edge um, technology to transport you into the future and really cool stuff about like how you get scanned and then you might see yourself later in some some of the uh, projections. So this takes place between July 16th and September 14th. They've just announced the dates. Fantastic. And okay. it's free. <laughs> <laughs> free. And there is so much that's free. We ought to mention that. So many of exactly. these activities are free. Now, you, you are, of course, passionate uh, exponent about uh, Ottawa's food scene. And now there's literally a high spot to enjoy some gourmet cuisine at the Sky Lounge. Tell us about that. 
So the Sky Lounge is really pretty cool. It's the first time in Ottawa. Basically, you get onto this table or sit around this table that then gets lifted into the sky 150 feet into the air, <laughs> and that's where you have your dinner. And it's prepared by none other than Chef Stephen LaSalle from Feast and Revel, one of the best restaurants in town, as part of the Andaz Ottawa Byward Market Hotel. That, this takes place between July 7th and 22nd, so there's quite a number of dates. Uh, there's dinner options as well as tapas in the sky options. So there's, uh, there's, it's really the views that you're going to get because this table will be set up outside Ottawa City Hall. So your views will be of the Rideau Canal, of Parliament Hill, the Fairmont Chateau Laurier, the Gatineau Hills in the distance, downtown Ottawa at your feet. It's really wow. going to be something special. Oh, tell me you don't have to bungee jump after the meal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not encouraged. <laughs> How about Ottawa Welcomes the World? It's another foodie event, isn't it? Yeah, well, this is a really cool thing that our, our city council and uh, mayor of Ottawa, Jim Watson, last year approached the different embassies and high commissions that are based here in Ottawa, being the capital, of course. And they, he said to them, we've got a building, the Horticulture Building at Lansdowne Park, that you could use to celebrate for free your your national days. So he's had something like 75 different uh, embassies and high commissions take him up on the offer. And running starting back in March and running to December 1st, there's a, a slew of different kinds countries who are celebrating. So next weekend, it's Slovenia, we've got Korea, Madagascar, Rwanda, Mongolia, Tanzania, wow. Egypt, and that's just in the next uh, two to three weeks. So it's, uh, they offer free programming. So you've got music and dancing and food samples and drink samples and tourism information. And it's a real fun community event all for free. Sounds great. Now, I know that you love the Bywood Market area, and so do I. And that's the site of Inspiration Village. What about that? So Inspiration Village is a tribute to the different provinces and territories across Canada. There are 41 shipping containers that have been modified and plunked down on York Street in the Byward Market neighborhood. And different provinces and territories, Parks Canada is there, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police has a, an area. So there, there's interactive games and fun stuff to do. There's a stage with different performers. It's programmed between noon and 8 p.m. every day up until Labor Day Monday. There's also a big Ottawa sign. So that's become selfie central for Ottawa. <laughs> of the big Ottawa sign. Yes, I know Toronto has one. <laughs> so does Amsterdam and Hollywood and other, other cities too. <laughs> so yes, we have an Ottawa sign that's been very, very uh, popular, let's say. <laughs> now, later in the year, there's another moment factory production, uh, this time in collaboration with uh, local First Nations, Métis and, and the Inuit communities. And that's based on Chaudière Falls. Yeah, the Chaudière Falls are located in the Ottawa River between Ontario and Quebec, so between Ottawa and Gatineau, mm. near the Canadian War Museum. And I would wager that probably 90% of Ottawans aren't even aware of their existence because they're kind of, they're not open to the public and they haven't been open to the public for the last over 100 years. But this fall, between late September and early November, again, Moment Factory, that same company that's doing the Continuum show uh, in the Lion Street subway station, they're going to do a projection, uh, again, sound and light and really highlight this area's importance, um, very sacred importance for local Indigenous people. Um, this was a meeting place, Ottawa was, uh, for the longest time. So different communities would come here and gather. They'd have to portage around the Chaudière Falls, but that site was very sacred to them. So it's nice to see this area opening up to the public, and hopefully it's the beginning of a much larger project to, to really highlight this area in Ottawa. And more natural beauty just across the bridge from Ottawa in Quebec with Mosaic Canada 150. Yes, Mosaic Canada is, is, is a huge horticulture event. So in Jacques Cartier Park, which is just over the Alexandra Bridge from Ottawa, uh, it's where some of the winterlude programming happens if you happen to have come in the winter. It's very close to the Canadian Museum of Nature. And they've installed these ginormous different horticulture structures. So some look like people, some look like there's a train, there's a nookshook, but they're all covered in plants and flowers and, and greenery in general. So you have a kilometer long walk to admire all these different gargantuan creations. Uh, I think it's going to be very, very popular among Instagrammers. And again, it's a free event that happens. It launches on June 30th and it runs to October 15th. So it's a great free activity all throughout the summer and even into the fall. There's just a mind-blowing amount of, of <laughs> events and activities happening in Ottawa this summer. Uh, to keep track of it all, of course, people should go to the website. 
Exactly. OttawaTourism.ca, um, even on our social media accounts. So we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can always find out what's happening. Jantine, thank you so much for uh, guiding us through this, this mesmeric array of, of events and activities uh, over the course of the summer in Ottawa. Thank you, Chris. It's always fun to talk with you. Come back on the show again soon, please. Definitely. And thank you, too, to my other guests on the show, Lisa, John and David. Don't forget to check the Travel Show website for links to all the things we've been talking about on the show today at chrisrobinsontravelshow.com. And, of course, join me next week for another travel experience. Until then, goodbye and cheerio from the Chris Robinson Travel Show. Hi, Chris Robinson here again with news and views from the world of travel. The Cayman Islands have designated an island-wide hurricane guarantee for the season just starting. Many Canadians are concerned when they plan their Caribbean vacation in the hurricane season that their vacation could be adversely affected if their tropical trip turns into a tropical downpour. So the Cayman Islands have come up with this new deal. This summer, the Cayman Islands Department of Tourism is giving travellers peace of mind with a specialty promise that covers cancellations made prior to arrival and compensation if vacation time is cut short because of inclement weather. As soon as a hurricane is anticipated, guests are eligible to receive a full refund of accommodation fees at participating hotels, condos and villas island-wide, with a maximum one-night penalty at most for cancellations made up to 48 hours prior to check-in. Additionally, many properties are offering a free replacement stay throughout the summer months, allowing guests to rebook for the same duration as the initially booked stay, regardless of how many days were affected by the hurricane or storm. For a list of participating properties, go to visitcaymanislands.com slash hurricane guarantee. The government of Grenada has signed a memorandum of understanding to forge a solid partnership with the global home-sharing company Airbnb. Grenada's government recognises that Airbnb plays an increasingly important role in Grenada's tourism sector, with more than 400 active listings across the tri-island destination of Grenada, Cariacou and Petite Martinique Islands. Grenada is known and loved for the warm and friendly hospitality of its people, world-class beaches, cuisine, culture, and it's good to see a government recognise that in order for a destination to remain competitive, it must grow and evolve with the ever-changing travel landscape. So now it's even easier to visit this spice island. And don't forget to add on a trip to one or two of the neighbouring islands as well. The deal of the week is with G-Adventures who are featuring price reductions of $400 per person on their trips in Ethiopia in September. Their 13-day trip under the National Geographic Journeys banner is called Mysteries of Ethiopia, and it visits many of the places I've just seen on my own trip to this incredible country. It includes the booming capital city of Addis Ababa, Lake Tana, the source of the Blue Nile River with its resident pods of hippos, the medieval castle wonderland of Gondar, mysterious Aksum with its associations with the Queen of Sheba and the world's most massive ancient obelisks, trekking in the epic Simeon Mountains that rise to 15,000 feet and the star of the show, the incredible rock-hewn churches of Lalibela, truly one of the world's great sights. Full details can be found at gadventures.com. Next week on The Travel Show, we will give you the inside scoop on Canada's leading vacation companies' plans for their new trips next winter. Transat are launching their 2017-2018 programmes this month and we'll have all the news straight from Transat's spokesperson on the show. What are the hot new destinations, where the best deals are to be found and lots more besides. Plus, the latest on trips to Europe this summer, Mediterranean cruising and Florida vacations too. Do drop in at the chrisrobinsontravelshow.com website for the details of this show. And while you're there, look for the link to the Travel Show's Pinterest site to see my images from my recent journey around the amazing African destination of Ethiopia. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday or Sunday at 11am here on Zuma Radio as we find out about the latest and greatest from Transat here on the Chris Robinson Travel Show.